Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John, and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Fishery. Yo! Oh, hi, Jordan. How are you? Hi, John. How are you, buddy? Nice to see you. I'm so sorry to hear about Montreal. How are things in Canada? Guys, Jordan's joining us from Canada. Officially the only place in the world that's still treating COVID like it's 2021. Well, I'm in Like it's real. That's, that's right. what you mean by 2021? Like it's that's a real right, disease? That, that is right, Chris. People? That's right, Chris, because here's the problem with Canada. John, your mic is freedom. Um, yeah, we're not in BC. People are like, they were uh, uh, They were just about to close all the uh, uh, all the gyms again. And all the meatheads were like, well, we're opening anyway. From our cold, dead hands, will you tear these dumbbells? And it's like, guys, it's, hospitalizations are double the previous peak. And they're like, shut the fuck up. I can't just exercise without my bros. Um, <laughs> it's a real nightmare. Home? They're so bad. John can't hear you at all now. Uh, tech issues. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. What's up? Uh, oh, I'll take this opportunity to say hello, podcast listeners. If you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, uh, please rate it and leave a review because it helps a lot. Uh, yeah, King Joe's right. It, John is an all or nothing guy. Jordan, how's it going, man? Heard any good new albums? Because I have. Um, of 2022 so far, or just in general. Yeah, just like the last few weeks. No. <laughs> oh, buddy. There's been some gems. The, uh, uh, the new FKA Twigs. The music talk, I, I have a question for John, actually. You're a little quiet as well, Jordan. I don't know what's going on with mics today. Hang on one second. Oh, How we can hear we can hear John, but he's quiet. I can fix that problem. How's that? A little better? How am How's I? that? Uh, a little better. Uh, Jordan, you're still quiet. How's that? Better now? Fuzzy. This doesn't make any sense. I'm leaving and coming back. I think it's just because you were real close on it. I think because you were real hot on it. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. All right, still great. A little, still a little quiet, but fine. All right, well, quiet. How about that? Um, let's move to a different platform than StreamYard because I've had to reset all. This is the second time I've had to do all of my settings during a meeting. What is your music question, Jordan? Do I now play the harmonica? In a way, yes, but in a truer way, I own one. Fascinating. Right. Yeah, someone's gonna sit by a brook. Um, be a murder victim. Uh, so, what is your question, Jordan? And then I have some. I have. I would like to then discuss um, a, something I have a problem with when people ask, "Have you heard any new music?" Sure. And I think that Let's it will. Um, but your question, Jordan. Also, I'll have you know three. Of the album covers are up in a place of prominence in my apartment. I got a screw, an electric screwdriver. Ooh. I uh, drilled right in, and then I haven't decided where I want the rest of them to go. Ooh. But thus far, it's uh, it's pretty good. The only one that I don't think I'm going to put up is the. For me, which three are up? Oh, hang on. <laughs> Do you want to guess which one you don't think he put up? Because he said there was one. He was like, "There's one that I don't think I'm going to use." I mean, I gave him like twelve. I don't know if I even remember all of them. 
I know there was one that had boobies on it, and I feel like that's the one. That's the one I'm not going to use, and here's why I'm going to not use this. It really seems like you're trying to be cool. If you've got a, an album cover on a nice shelf, and it's just boobs. Yeah. Yeah, it's real um, uh, Tim Robbins and High Fidelity. Hey, King Geo, we're actually trying to figure out what's wrong with my sound, so am I now louder than everyone else, or are you just fucking around? Uh, I mean, you don't sound as loud as you normally do to me, but... I mean, maybe StreamYard is just like, get out of here, you bums. Yeah. Either hey, way. Chris, is it, uh, is it better if I use headphones for volume? Oh, help? apparently, oh. John, apparently you are really loud. Okay, so it's uh, it's a problem with your tech now. Interesting. That's interesting. Cool. Loud boy. So loud. How's that? Yeah, big okay. distorted. How's that? Now it's literally at the levels it usually is at. Yeah, you sound great. You sound great. Great. The albums that are up are uh, Al DeMello Casino. Classic cover. I know that one. Um, it's a black man by a lake looking very sad and return to Macon County. That one, I don't remember what the cover looked like. Uh, it is Nick Nolte looking fucking so fucking in his 20s. Oh, it's wow. actually Nick Nolte or just a Nick Nolte type? Either way. <laughs> I'm, all I'm thinking is you think you're the Prince of Tides, but I've not actually seen that movie. It's pretty good. We watched it in um, uh, my English class when I was in 10th grade. And I remember being like, I feel like I should hate this, but uh, I'm quite moved. I had that experience uh, two days ago with a film I'd never seen before. Have you guys seen it? The Bridges of Madison County. Oh, I've never seen it. Classic. What's it like? What's it even about? I assume it's Bridges. basically about a uh, almost septuagenarian's fear that nobody will have sex with them anymore since it stars and was directed by Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's a roaming photographer who shoots uh, photos around the world for National Geographic, and he ends up in Iowa and comes across a house at the same time that Meryl Streep, who is an Italian immigrant's family, happens to be away. Does she do and the accent? Does she go full full she, House of Gucci? They spend four days together, and they fall so much in love that when she dies 40 years later, because the film takes place in the present day with her children dealing with her death, reading over her journals... And and she was so much in love with Clint Eastwood because he uh, gave her such good loving that uh, both of them have their ashes thrown over the bridge of, can you guess where? Madison County. Nope. Golden Gate. <laughs> no. What? Yeah. Not even the right bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest plot twist I've ever seen in a movie. What? So funny. I mean, I let me say this about uh, Keith or Keith Richards. <laughs> I'm so tired today. Yeah, I did too much yesterday. Uh, Clint Eastwood is a real fucking weird bag of shit. Like mm -hmm. no one really talks about that weird thing he did at the Republican National Convention. Oh, it comes up. It comes up. It doesn't come up <laughs> enough. Also, no one talks about how all of his movies just end up in San Francisco because he lives in San Francisco and he doesn't like being away from his house. That's great. That's like Adam Sandler filming in Hawaii. I just want to be there and I'm very powerful. So we're yeah. filming here too bad. But, yeah, but I think you also get the sense that he's this sort of Warren Beatty type who just never, I could be totally wrong about these, uh, these facts, but never married was always just like a serial uh, monogamist. Uh, and then like in his films, he, he's like the proto hipster in the sense that every film, there's just some scene where a bunch of white people are hanging out at a really cooking jazz club, which <laughs> oh, also yeah. is of Madison County. Um, I feel like he still says, I just love Negro music. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Oh, Clint Eastwood says colored, and I would put. Yeah. I'll put a hundred bucks on it. Like <laughs> I rewatched like, like oh, this. Yeah. It's a very nice color gentleman in there, actually. Like, like it's like it's, it's <laughs> actually, something you can, yeah. yeah, or you can order on the menu. Uh, Clint Eastwood uh, been married many times, and he is a serial adulterer, philanderer, philanthropist. Yeah, Jay Moore has a stand-up bit that he also told me in real life. Weirdest name drop I'm capable of, which was the following: uh, He's shooting a movie with Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood said, "Jay, would you like a Czechoslovakian beer?" And Jay doesn't drink, and he went, no, I don't drink. And then the next day, Clint Eastwood walked up to him and went, Jay, how long has it been since you've had alcohol in your body? And he's like, I don't know, 10 years? And he's like, alcohol's never the problem for me. It was P-U-S-S-Y was always my problem. <laughs> and then he just walked away. And he's like, that's just the thing about being in Hollywood or show business. Thank you so much for the subscription, Thanks, Richard Wright. Richard, please enjoy um uh this ai generated art when you type in the word subscription look at that <laughs> great is that the panama canal i don't know if it's a it looks like a, an incompleted uh uh riverboat casino base cakes in amsterdam <laughs> i wish i had jordan instead i literally typed in thank you for the subscription and that's what i got which i was like what is it? What are the robots planning? So um, but but, but I, that story, uh, that story you're just saying about um, your friend Jay is, is so on point for this movie because he literally keeps plying Meryl Streep. There's just scenes where they're hanging out in the house after she's cooked him a, a real like Italian peasant dinner because she never gets the chance to talk about her other life. Um, and he's so sensitive that he offers to help her cook the meal. But mm -hmm. then he's like, do you want some whiskey? Cut to a few drinks later, and he gives her a bath. Yes, what? I feel like those are his real moves. He didn't. He, there was no creativity involved in writing that. They were just. No, like, I'm sorry. Clint they make love in front of the fireplace too. That's I on brand. That's on Who's brand. Here? Is anyone here fucked in front of fire? This is once. Yeah. Fingered. Fair. I gotta tell you. Yeah, we've all done yeah. that. Have I yeah, done that? fingered. It was a campfire, but it's still fire. It wasn't Here's like a what beautiful... no one no one tells you about fucking in front of a fire. Now this is a camping style fire. No yeah, one no, tells you about it. Is that uh you know how if a fire hits sap, you'll get some nice sparks? Mm-hmm. If you're just naked by a fire, you're getting hit with a shitload of sparks and it's very distracting. Also, you're just in the dirt and it's cold. Like no one here's like like no one tells you. Cause also I'm not someone who when, when would that have come up, John? When would they have what? told you? When would they have warned you about the sparks and the chill of the ground fucking next to a campfire? Usually when you're talking about people, hey, this is a place I'd like to fuck. Someone who's <laughs> fucked in, those in that situation goes, that's a great place to have sex. Here's a couple of things you want to be aware of. That, you know that, what I'm saying? What you're saying is the exact plot of that uh, movie Clint Eastwood did about Boy Scouts. <laughs> the last Boy Scout? <laughs> It's just a ninety-minute method or ninety-minute lecture on him telling you different places you can have sex in Marin Valley. Yeah, that it, that it goes to Deliverance, except they just yeah kill all the hillbillies. I was I was watching um, uh, old Pete Davidson desk bits on SNL. I don't know why YouTube just takes you to strange places. Is that and, is that um, a weekend update? So yeah, yeah. So you know when they have someone come in and and delivers Chris, something. I don't want to interrupt you. You need spunk. To, you need to look at what. Uh, Kirsten has just brought to our attention. Kirsten's you mean very... spunk. You mean yeah. spunk. 
that's the genuine genuine Shetland phrase for Sparks from the Fire is spunk. Ladies no and gentlemen. Shit. Those gross bastards. Did you learn that from one of Mary Elaine's tweets? Because she does a word of the day and it's all Shetland words. They're Do you know what this means? This means I finally get to accomplish my goal of saying the word spunk in front of a bunch of four-year-olds and go, and when they go, what are you doing? I can say, what, you guys aren't familiar with fire. Classic. I was talking about a female dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think you'll find I was talking about a seal in French. <laughs> so, so when does something for you, John, turn from a hope to a goal? <laughs> uh, it's all a soup, Jordan. It's one of those things where it's 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 all hope until the moment when you could actualize the goal comes uh, takes place, and then it's go time. Um, can we just quickly talk about Jordan? Uh, definitely lives in a beautiful Montreal apartment. He's got lovely art to the side, and a blanket hung. In case he wants to nap on the wall, Get, I'll give you guys uh, uh, a sub or something if uh, you can guess what this um, blanket is covering. Oh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it is a uh, um, one of those weird paintings that only appear in '70s movies of just a naked black woman. Do you know what I'm guys? I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah, the shining where. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Shining too. is the best yeah. example, but and yeah. then they're in so many movies where you're just like, why would you make this part of this person's character? <laughs> He's got a Ted. purple bedroom and it's got a naked woman's painting in it. We Go got ahead. we got some guesses coming in here. We got a, a big, big swastika. swastika. I gotta Ted. tell you that confirm was that was on deny, my list. Jordan. Confirm, yeah, or confirm or deny, Jordan. Jordan, confirm nor, or deny or confirm nor deny. Denied. Denied. Okay. What about uh, news clippings of your victims? Great question. No. No, all right. So no, didn't deny not, he had victims. He's not just a denying that's where they came from. Yeah, yeah. That's right, Chris. <laughs> that's right. Humble guy. I've said it before, and I say it again. You only do music podcasts with very humble people. Mm, these are facts. These are facts. What about uh, Kevin Spacey in a glass cage of denial? <laughs> Great guess, but uh, no, we all know where that's kept. That's on YouTube every Christmas. He didn't do it this year. He didn't do his yearly. I mean, creepy House of Cards video. Did, did you say you remember, like, you he only did it one year in a row, and everyone nope. was just like, "Well, he did it twice. He did it. Oh, twice. Uh, he did it twice. He did it twice. Yeah. No, I think he only did it once. No, there were two. There were two. There were two. There's, there's one with him right. in the kitchen. I'm, basically I'm looking things. this up. I'm gonna. Yeah. I. That's the one I'm remembering. Is it's just that one? Then yeah, there's one with that. just him, like in a public park in L.A. <laughs> What? Yeah. And in both of them, he basically threatens all of his accusers, and then yeah. four of his accusers died. Yeah. And the next video is basically just somebody uh, with a huge crane putting a giant box in a warehouse full oh of other clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the end of Raiders oh of the Oh, my Lost God. God. Okay, so, the, oh, I didn't realize there was a 20, there was the 2019, and then there was a bunch in 2020. I only remember the... Um, the third, the Christmas Eve video where he's in the kitchen, and it's so weird. Yeah, and, and you know what the weirdest part of that video too is the he he's holding a um the Queen's jubilation mug. <laughs> like a lot, a lot of people is like some of the conspiracies are that he was giving a warning to like I'm gonna out uh, the Royals' involvement in this. If, uh, that uh, sounds like a real cue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't need to send messages. I always like how people are like. He was sending a signal. It's like, but this was like two years before Prince Andrew's stuff was coming out. Well, mm. no, because the Prince Andrew thing—it's weird. It depends on sort of the corners of the world you lived in, which was like Epstein and that sort of stuff. It's weird. Like I remember learning about QAnon in 2018, 
Mm. And people being like, this is really bad. And it being like, I wonder. And I remember hearing about Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein like before, like tw- I'm thinking like Me Too times mm. was when it was first raised. Yeah, maybe. Cause, but I feel but yeah. like you're you and most people are just like, they don't pay attention to that stuff. That's right? true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you live deep a, in there. I also have a bunch of friends that like, if you're not careful, they're going to tell you the real truth. So you got to like, you really got to be excited when you're like, I think this Prince Andrew thing's probably real. I don't have to acknowledge some of my friends' genuine mental illness yet. Uh, Jordan, we have two more guesses. Uh, is it Brian Adams' first real six-string? <laughs> well, I don't Fam- famously purchased at the five, at and, five dime. and dime. God damn it, Richard Wright. God damn it. Someone go to Richard Wright's house and give him eight bucks. Uh, Ten Jordan, bucks. Is it, is it a self-portrait oh, no. of you riding the man with no name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is, it just a for- is it a portrait of you that's rapidly getting older? Hmm. These are all great guesses, but no, actually, that what you just said, John, is actually closer to the real answer. Should I tell you what it is? Yeah, give us I an unveiling. I kind, I want you to. What unveil. was your last guess? It's a portrait of you getting rapidly older. Well, should I give this to you? Because what I'm actually covering up is the gigantic fuck mirror that somebody's put right beside this bed. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, a mirror. It is the portrait of me rapidly. rapidly I mean, that's rapidly. I mean, that's so. I love how you accepted metaphorical responses. <laughs> I, I'm at an Airbnb right now, and so, um, well, not even an Airbnb, a place that's usually uh, rented out as an Airbnb. But I, my living situation is kind of fucked right now, so I uh, asked a guy across from my work if I could use his shower as I slept on an air mattress and. In your shop? Oh, yeah. Jordan, no. We're staying across the street right oh, now. <laughs> can I, can I uh, um, one-up you on bleak offerings? Uh, I, 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 got a, I got a message from a, um, a comedy club booker uh, here in Victoria. Oh. Oh. Um, and he was like, hey, man, I know you're looking for a place to stay. Uh, a friend of mine just died. And his family needs someone to look after the house until they get all of the uh, affairs in order. Do you want to? Do you want to stay there? Do you want to live in a dead man's house? Oh, what are you? Oh, yeah, I might. I yeah. might. He, he I didn't die there. It was just a surgery that went wrong. It was like it right. was a fluke thing. Went in, went in for gallbladder surgery and it just went yep. weird. What, That's what kind fine. of chores do they want you doing? Um, I'm not sure. I said I told him I was like, I mean, I'm interested. Let me know when you get the details. I think they're still like, like he had just died. Like I don't know why they were getting in touch with people this fast. I don't think this guy was well liked. If they, if he's just died and they're already, well, we need someone to take care of the house, but we don't want to do it because fuck this prick. Like he was an asshole. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They just need a house sitter. It's not, it's not free, King Geo. They said it would cost a little bit, but it should be pretty cheap. He said it would be very cheap. So uh, I will I'll just ignore the ghost. Just ignore the ghost. But very curious. Very good. Never, never had that place? offer before. Dead man's house. Sorry. Is it a big place? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. What what if they expect you to clean out the gutters every week or something? Would you do that? Yeah, what if it's yeah, what if it's and yeah, I see you can agree to that, but I don't feel like you want to do that every week. I kinda I wouldn't mind having like physical chores to be responsible for, like mowing the lawn and shit like that. You've changed since these overalls, man. I've always liked stuff like that. I when I was a janitor, I loved it. Mopping and sweeping and gathering of rubbish. I don't know why. Just liked it. Doesn't uh doesn't Fuck doesn't you. um groundskeeper Willie live like in a shack by the school? That's true. I do what's she weird does. I don't agree with uh I don't think that you actually do enjoy cleaning, but I do think you like the idea of living in a shack. 
No, I like I like outdoor cleaning. I don't like indoor, but I've been in apartments for years or places where it was just like. Uh, John, you remember the um, you remember the backyard at our old house in London. You're gonna cry. And I, I no, my throat just went dry. Um, I cut that all the way back a few times, but it always grew right back, and so I gave up and allowed it to be a, a Vietnamese jungle. You know what's so funny but, uh, about that house and that backyard? Do you know the amount of different people, particularly once I stopped living there? Do you know how many different roommates in that house have told me that they cut the the trimmings in the backyard? Do you know how many? A number so high, two people are liars. <laughs> the only the only other one that I can confirm actually did it, because I know two that threatened to and never followed through. Um, there's one other person that I can confirm genuinely did it and cleaned everything up. When that person goes to the bathroom, do you think that they traditionally sit down or stand up? Uh, that person puts down their professional movie camera and then sits down. Oh, I didn't even know that one. This is the best situation, actually, because that's what I wanted is because then, yeah, the both people who told me as they were telling me, I was just like, well, these are clearly lies. And um, yeah, they were. I love them. <laughs> uh, so, Jordan, you are currently squatting. So, so what happened? You took that. You, you're like, oh, yeah, I will shower. And then you were just like, this place is mine. Get out. I, I honestly wasn't uh, looking for a handout, but I think the story uh, just seems so <laughs> pathetic that he's like, I have a free, I, I, <clears throat> I have friends in Montreal who are going to Mexico for the winter. So I get to move into their place in two days, but um, nice. there was like a 10 day right. period where I just kind of had nowhere to stay. So, yeah. Oh my God. It's, and it's also, for those who don't know, Montreal is currently in a big old big boy COVID lockdown. Like mm -hmm. we're talking. It's shutter. no, no, no curfew as of Sunday anymore. So. Uh, like the Sunday coming or next Sunday? The one that just passed. Uh, since oh Monday. fuck yeah, you're baby! Free. You can roam in the night. Have you howled at the moon yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have you taken this, the the metro from Beaubien to Pinouf? <laughs> it's two different lines. Yeah, you can transfer though, Chris. Yeah, you can transfer. <laughs> you change it. Uh, although that would involve taking the blue line, and that is probably one of the worst experiences you could ever have. Although, fun fact, Blue Line, no longer half of the car anymore. No, and what? they also have new um, new trains. I don't know if you've seen them since you were last year, John. I did. I When I was uh, staying in Montreal in the summer of 2020, uh, I remember I got on one of the new trains and one of the most uh, Quebecois things I've ever seen in my entire life, which was a very old Frenchman got on and said... In French, I don't know what the words are, but I have that weird thing of all, a lot of Canadians have, which is I completely understand French, cannot speak it, mm -hmm. and just went, new train? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and like loud. Like, and was just not pleased, not happy at all. For those who don't know, the city of Montreal has these beautiful, weird, they essentially have cars that go on a track. Like, there's wheels on their trains. It's very weird. And not in like those traditional, like, like wheels. Like, we're talking like it's, I don't really, it's like a specific technology. Well, I think it was the first electric uh, tram in North America. Is that what it is? The first electric mm -hmm. tram in North America? I do know or like that like underground one, subway, metro, whatever. They took all the dirt from it and then built Nuns Island. I know that. Yeah, that's correct. Nuns Island Chris, is I'd Actually, no. No, dirt? that's incorrect, but it's close. It's the, um, <clears throat> I don't know what they call it. It's like a long path that you can take from um, Jean Drapeau that goes all the way Pretty much to Ghana Wake. Um, that was that's, the, 
dirt from that's because I thought it was so it's also to make a trail and then they made a trail with it. Yes. Yeah. So its absence was filled by a trail, then they used it to build a trail. That's beautiful. I like yeah. that. I thought, I thought they used it to build that island the casino's on now. I don't think so. But that, that trail's really intense. I, I biked down it um, last summer with my friend, and we had to turn back because there's one point in the early summer where uh, it's insane. Like, there's all these birds that come hang out, and, and it's like people go there to look at all these birds. But the reason that they're there is because just like swarms of bugs are hatching. So if you try to bite oh, down that black trail, fly season, bugs oh. all the way in your face. Oh, yuck. For those of you who don't know what black flies are, they're one of the many reasons not to live in Canada. It are the, they are small. Eastern. We don't have them. Yeah. They're in Eastern Canada, small gnat like bugs that just bite your skin and give you a searing, itching pain. And I once uh, was doing demo at a summer camp. We were demolishing um, what later became a laundry room. And we got so bitten by black flies, I got black fly poisoning, which was basically just meant I was dizzy for three days. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the ones that are out there are black flies, though. like the ones that are hatching. They're, they're like a step up from aphids. So they're like uh, not so big that. Yeah, like, but that's what I mean. Like black flies are like 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 they're like ee, like they're little tiny guys. Like they're so little and small. Yeah. And they're in those little those big clouds you walk through in eastern Canada, and you're just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. No, they're real annoying. If anyone's wondering where uh, my thoughts have been for the last little while, when I heard your black fly poisoning uh, story, my first thought was, what an excellent metaphor for unions. <laughs> Explain. As in, uh, it takes, uh, one isn't enough, but when the, a whole swarm of these black flies attacks a much bigger, more powerful thing, then they can actually do great damage to it. That's a very good point. I got to tell you, a union could have been used for a lot of those things because we discovered asbestos. And our direct boss wasn't either paying attention or didn't hear us because we were like, that's asbestos. And he was like, you can keep working. And then I mentioned it to the person that ran said camp. Hmm. And I have never seen that particular person run in my life before or since towards what we was told is the asbestos. And then immediately was like, nope, everyone stop working. What the fuck? No one start like no one working. And then our immediate boss was like, in the weirdest, like, you never said asbestos, and it was like, we mm. certainly did. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I tuned in a little bit yesterday. Um, happy anniversary, John. Thank uh, you, Jordan. Um, uh, your, your traumatic, traumatic incident helped put things in perspective when my arm was feeling a bit sore today from the booster shot I got. I mean, <laughs> it is, it's a funny thing, too, um, with that of uh, uh people keep uh, what's funny is the amount of people that have reached out to be like you never said anything and it was like yeah it would be i didn't i hadn't seen it we only saw each other like pre-lockdown and then in june of 2021 it would be weird like we just didn't get around to mentioning it i don't know i'm yeah, realizing was... a lot a lot of people put their stuff on front street a lot more than i do yeah um and I've had to a couple of times because sometimes I'm like, I have to explain the situation to people because if not, they're just going to think I'm a raving lunatic because I'm just very angry right now. But it's just like every muscle in my back doesn't work. Hmm. Um, my, uh, my, my girlfriend had a, my ex-girlfriend had a friend who 
uh, broke her leg last year, like slipping on ice while running and just like snapped it upward. Um, and and she, she kind of thinks that her friend still has like, or has some kind of PTSD from the incident. And like, um, do you, uh, like, I, I, I know vaguely of the story and you probably told on the stream before, but do you have like, uh, any like weird things since then from oh yeah i'd like definitely have ptsd like i like if i see anyone walk like about to jaywalk i will freak out when i went and took a photo by it i like could feel all of the feelings in the moment the moment of feeling of shock comes back if i think about getting on a bike i relive the accident like i have a longboard that i ride around in a parking lot i think that i've had to also i don't know how to get people to stop doing this but people, when I bring up bike riding, they go, well, you don't ride a bike. Don't ride a bike. And I don't know how to explain to them. I'm like, please stop telling me what to do. I need to be able to maybe get on a bike one day. So I stop almost crying near a path. And the problem is being in your 30s, I realized, is everyone everyone around me is either thinking about kids or just had kids. And I'm a bit of a project because I've like a lot, I just had a crazy year. And if one more person gives me unsolicited advice all friends are getting emails about how i actually think about them because it's like i all i know i got it we're good i understand but it's just one of those things where it's like guys like this there's bigger forces at play jesus you're, you're, you're talking about the distinction between like if you're lucky you in your life you get to worry about in your 30s having kids or not having kids but you're actually dealing with almost dying <laughs> yeah that's exactly mm -hmm. it where it's like I understand that you're trying to like establish boundaries, but I'm just trying to be able to like have every, I, I want to try and remove the things in my life that make me feel like I'm about to have diarrhea. Mm -hmm. And I think getting on a bike, I know you do, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I, That's uh, the best emoji to use after that. Just a, 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 a thoughtless robot. Oh, it's kind of sassy. Of, it's got its tongue out. <laughs> WTF and I are in a, uh, we're in a, uh, in a WhatsApp group together. And uh, uh, Master Will's in there as well. And there was an amazing discussion of the plot holes and long books. And what was really good about it is everyone was basically like, yeah, big book series and movie series, they'll just be plot holes. Like it's too sprawling. And one person just could not accept that. It's just like, <laughs> like kept returning to it as a like thing. It was, it was, I almost started another WhatsApp group without that person just to be like, can we talk about how funny yeah. this is? Like, this is the funny. Also, no other like this person I, I almost want to get king GOWTF on just right now to be like if any person in our lives of course this person just can't let the idea of plot holes go oh it's the best i love people in their what was it of any uh movies or whatever in particular it was originally to discuss uh star wars <laughs> uh <laughs> exactly and it was just the point of that i also let one thing go because one of them one person went they were planning the prequels since the beginning and it was like no they were not if they if they were they would have done them sooner than 40 years later and they yeah. wouldn't have been so so bad there's a guy who's dead now that i was sort of happy he died because he's the only person i know who defended return of the sith or whatever that fucking movie was called revenge of the he, sith revenge of the sith yeah. he was on the steps of the theater school i attended at concordia university and he was he had a goatee and a keyboard i can't remember his name um Oh, yes, I can. Uh, don't say it, John. Uh, <laughs> and he uh, was ranting about how Star Wars, that Star Wars was the best of all Star Wars movies and maybe the best action movie he's ever seen. And I like, I was like, what? And I like said, and he was like, 
I remember I was like, are you sure? And he like kind of, we were both smoking, but he was in like a slightly different conversation, but it's like, I think we're all smoking. So we're all in the same conversation. And he then went, I don't even want to discuss it. I just want everyone to know that's what I think. And I was like, whatever, man, that guy later died. I found out I felt nothing but happiness. I was like, well, that's what happens. You're probably, pro someone was probably watch out, watch out. I don't need to talk to anyone. All right. And then he just got hit in the face. And was I, it lightsaber I, related? Oh, I hope he died. I hope he just showed up at a Star Trek convention and he said that. And, uh, and then a nerd just took out a protractor and just fucking stabbed him in the neck. Just went, this kissed him on the lips. This one's for Jar Jar. Uh, yeah, Rogue One is the best. I tried to watch them just out of curiosity because it was like, I remember hating them and I was never a huge Star Wars guy anyway. And I was like, well, let's go back. Maybe I just, maybe I was being unfair. I couldn't even finish the first one. It's one of the slowest, most boring fucking things I've ever watched in my life. So much talk about trade delegations. Is this the Beardy? recent uh, reboot? No, the recent will, one is the Beardy, I, I will block you, sir. You are an excellent addition to the chat. We'd miss having you here. I would feel I would feel bad every day. But the pod racing one is not the best. No, that's the one I'm talking about. It was so Except, crazy. And by the way, I know that you're joking. I just I just I'm too much of a nerd, sir. Sir. Yeah. Wait, is that is this the one with uh, Jar Jar and Haley Joel Osment? Oh yeah, uh, not Haley Joel Osment, but whatever that other. Same difference. Oh yeah. You do you know what that guy's like now? Let me tell you this: he is bitter. Who Haley Joel Osment or the kid? No, Haley Joel Osment is living his best life. He's just like yeah. a he's a tubby fun guy who just shows up with his nice round face and weird. He looks like an Ewok now. He, he does, does look yeah. like an Ewok. Yeah. He also seems like the kind of guy that you really want to squeeze his belly, and he does not like that. I just want to give him a little, ooh. Yeah, he'd give you a little Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. I bet you, though, that Haley Joe Osmond has, like, a bunch of, a couple of weird partying stories. Like. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I told you on here that um, uh, I had a regular whose daughter went to university with him. And all the girls on their dorm floor had, like, a, a bet to see who could sleep with him first. So even if he's not involved in things, people around him are involving him in shenanigans. I mean, someone should have been a big friend to Haley Joe Osmond and been like, hey man, all the girls on this floor want to fuck you. So maybe just clear eight hours and head to floor five. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> I don't think he had to work that hard because I don't think that was the only floor working on it. I mean, imagine, but I can't like, yeah, at college, it's a fun story, but it also has to be weird for him of like, like you're mid thrust and then the girl just say it. I yeah. see dead people. But you know what I mean? Like, like or she makes him quote AI. He's like, oh, fuck that's you. The movie you like? Dude, we're not, no, that movie didn't exist. I do not acknowledge AI. I don't acknowledge a movie that was thought up by Stanley Kubrick, who really nailed it sometimes. But here's what no one tells talks about with Stanley Kubrick. All the times you're just like, wow, I hate this. <laughs> Is it is it okay to say I screen I see dead people as you're coming on to something because technically that's what jizz is? Wow. It's wow. weird. I feel like you're allowed to say it, but he's not. Like <laughs> Haley Joe Osmond's not allowed to say it. I like this one, Boomstickery, pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh <laughs> uh I mean yeah, nobody, uh, nobody beard. Beardy noise never ever fucking change. Uh, Chris, take back your comment. Jizz is still alive for like an hour or two. Yeah, but uh, you know how you know how they have that sentence, "dead man walking." 
you know who yeah, else but is dead in an hour or two? That dead man. So <laughs> then you you have to yell "dead man walking" when you jizz. Dead men flying. Dead no, men it's... arcing. <laughs> I, what's the worst situation you ever jizzed? And I think mine was when I accidentally punched my ex-wife in the face the morning of Chris Betts's wedding. No. Uh, what? I'll take you through the story quickly, uh, Jordan. I was. Uh, Getting into position to spaff on her teats, uh, my foot got caught, and I fell and tried to break my fall with my fist, and that resulted in me wappity bappity, and um, felt really bad. So that that was when you almost broke your arm for the first time. <laughs> uh, no, that was in between breaking of this elbow, okay, this hot guy, and then breaking of this elbow, which looks like that. Wow. NHS, America. Free, seven grand works all the way. That's as far as that goes. Um, <laughs> go with I don't know. He was pro probably like in the early stages of figuring uh, how to do that. Right? I I, I can't say I've had any uh, uh, <laughs> slapstick comedy esque situation that you had. That's amazing. You haven't had any. You've had, you haven't. Have you ever had like a weird? What's do you guys remember? Have you ever had a thought so weird right before you're about to jizam um, oh, that you remember probably. the thought? I don't. I don't remember it, but I'm. I guarantee I've thought a bunch. Of In 2014, I was about to jizz, and the this following, I can picture everything because it ruined a full day of my life. <laughs> and the thought was, what if you jizz, and that's what kills you right now? And that's what the thought was like as things were about to happen. And so I just like freaked out and I got the sensation, but no product. Um, it stayed in my body and uh, that felt really weird. And then got into a big fight with the person I was dating at the time because um, they felt that that moment lacked in intimacy and I was distracted and I explained. Oh, that's, isn't that like how Sting comes? I think that he just doesn't come. He, yeah, he does the tantric. Uh, release method yeah but doesn't he like it's like uh um <laughs> like like when you when you order a cocktail and it comes as a vapor no no there's no liquid no 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 no, 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 no. He, he delays his orgasm he's tantric so it's he doesn't come for like 12 hours is the point hmm. yeah it's like a pressure point deep under your chode that if you press it hard enough at more moment of orgasm it delays you you have it, like it's a, like a snooze a, button yeah, it's like a pinball just like bouncing up and it goes back and then you can start again. Fields of I'm, gold, Chris. Fields of gold. Um, <laughs> would you guys like to watch Sting talk about tantric sex? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, 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 I say I, one, I, of the, one, of, one of my favorite um, SNL sketches, because it's so silly, is just remember when he when Sting released that album and he had a song on it where there was... Um, I don't know if it was like a Bedouin singer or something, but sort of alongside going, and they had Rachel Dratch just being that person. <laughs> they just played it totally straight. Was that a comedic choice, you think? So silly. So silly. Yeah. Am I the only one that remembers Sting's appearance on um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? Yes, because you're the one of five people that watched it. Did you see it? Did you do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. I know no, I know I know what the show is. That's the failed 30 run. Uh was this his loot album? Yes, it was, Richard Wright. 
Um, so, um, he literally is playing that Sun song. That's I hate Sting. I think he sucks as a musician. And in, uh, Andy Summers and fucking Stuart Copeland should have done what they've always wanted to do and murder him in front yes. of a crowd. <laughs> like, bear in mind, Stuart Copeland contractually designed how his symbols were to be arranged so he could not st see Sting during their concerts. <laughs> yeah, and he negotiated that. He was like. These are these are my terms. It's fucking wild. And also, um, I had uh, printouts of Sting's face on his toms to make him hit harder. <laughs> I'm not joking about that. <laughs> I love it so fucking much. Okay, so this, in theory, is them addressing the tantric sex. Him, that him and his wife. This is him and his wife. Yeah. Um, Why did he tell anyone? Because he wanted to spread the joy, Chris. Because Sting's a douche is the was reason, that, Chris. Was he, he's like, like, evangelizing for tantric? Or is he just the kind of guy who just brings up having sex with his wife in TV interviews? It's just uh, whatever you want to call it, man. It's just a message for us that he puts in a bottle. Didn't and, stop uh, Andy Cohen from heating <laughs> up the clubhouse on Watch What Happens Live. Um, this is from Nirvana News. Is this involved the dog? Their demonstration. I don't. I don't know. So this is a voiceover from like a Buddhist YouTube account. Um, we'll start from the beginning. It's called Nirvana News. It. This has not nearly as many views as it should. Only six thousand wow. views. What the hell? I feel like guys, this news source may not be that reputable, but we'll find out together. It's a very different vibe here, Diamond. It's a very different How vibe. How's the how's the um uh, yeah, fine. Okay, great. Oh yeah. Actually, this is a good point. Why did he tell anyone really, Mr. Beard Sucker? Uh dry, it's a raid. Um without that, we wouldn't have a raid song. So Diamond Geyser, I think you should thank Chris. Thank you. We've learned a lot about each other as a result yeah. of that and our guests. <laughs> A little chilly weather certainly didn't oh, stop Andy Cohen from heating up the clubhouse on Watch What Happens Live. Sting and wife Trudy Styler, who continue to make headlines <laughs> for their sex life, recently appeared on the Bravo show where the longtime couple, who went in 1992, addressed those ongoing rumors of their lengthy lovemaking sessions. <laughs> the 63-year-old rocker previously said that he and his wife enjoy tantric sex, often for eight hours at a time. Asked how often so long. Have it's like an acid trip. And with a smile, often, noting that her hobby is... Not a morning man. Do the two tend to get it on the evening? <laughs> Mildred. <laughs> Both wearing leather pants. That's a bad yeah. sign. I, I gotta say, like, my my brain's been so jokerified from the last, like, four years of anything, like, Epstein-related involving people in high positions of power that, like, my first thought when I see that is they're involved in that, but they release something that just seems weird to most people like we love to talk about our sex life in public so that's the the sexual thing that gets associated with them when really what they're into is way darker oh like a, 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 a like a false flag change, yeah change the conversation kind of yeah shit. i hear that's what you're saying and i Joe do Trope, agree solid yeah. worst nirvana yeah. news since april 5th 94. <laughs> <laughs> i like i want to point out by the way that was a little bit delayed because i know joe was looking up when kurt cobain shot himself and i gotta tell you I love it. I appreciate that. Coming in from Richard Wright, and I got to say, I agree with this so much. Uh, um, uh, unless that's threesome is Sting, Brian Adams, and Rod Stewart, I don't care to know anything about it. Can we talk what about how... What? What song, what song did, was that? Do they have a song together? 
Yeah. You know the uh, Three Musketeers uh, one. Is that it? Tell oh, me my really God. Yeah. Sting, Brian Adams, and who's the third person? Or is it all love. for one and one for all? all for love. Yeah, all yeah. for love, yeah. And yeah. all for love. Oh, my God. No, it's, I it's, will uh, say. it's we'll do it all for one. And one for all. No, one for love. It's one, one for, for love. love. Yeah, one for all and all for love. <laughs> I want to point out, this is how fucking 90s and we have too much money in the music video is. The music video, you see Clive Davis walk in. Like, how much money are you, like, what? How much what? money do you guys have that Clive, like, I'm, we can't play the song. Obviously. No, we can't we play can. it. This is the beginning of the music video here. It's wild. Sharing. Okay, so this is how it starts. We won't there, like there is a lot of them looking at each other like they're in love. Uh, do you want to just mute it? I'm gonna mute it when the song plays, but you need uh... oh, maybe that is the song. <laughs> so that's just them standing around. They're st also can I just say how much older ever like are, isn't like Sting and Brian Adams like our age now? And they look so much grosser than we do. Hello. Brian Adams, probably. I think Brian Adams is younger than we are now. No. Rod, Rod Brian. Stewart's 80 in this. Yeah, and Rod, Sting, Rod Stewart. Sting's in like his 50s. Sting was already pretty old. Rod Stewart's forever young, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Jordan's oh, yeah. just got these, just effortless. Rod Stewart's the best. Who's I, this fucking guy? I loved his no, 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 album no. when I was in my teens. I used to listen Rod to that Unplugged Stewart? album. Yeah. He, Rod Stewart does look like their nan. It looks like their grandma showed up to be cool. What are you boys doing? You want some lemon cellos? But does seem like a genuinely fun grandma, though. You see him laughing there? They're all laughing. Yeah. That's true. You know what this? You know what these guys are called? You know what they're called? Team No Nons coming in from Joe Trope. <laughs> <laughs> That's protesting too much. That's. <laughs> um. Can we talk? Do you guys remember this Musketeers movie? Yeah, I no. loved it, man. The, do you not, Jordan? That Musketeers movie is one of the best movies Disney ever made. I it is it. Chris O'Donnell and, and the Brat Pack. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver, Oliver Platt. Charlie fucking That's right. Sheen. Charlie Sheen is the priest oh, who yeah. bangs. Yeah, he's. we're getting sober, sober Charlie Sheen with delicious black hair. And who was the woman? Oh, there was a few. Oh, who the woman the Sabine one. that, that Kiefer Sutherland yeah. that throws herself off of the cliff, and then um, Kiefer Sutherland goes, "No, the traitor." Oh, that, oh what is? Oh my God! Oh, that. Who's in the hand that rocks the cradle? Yes, Bridget Fonda. Oh no, no. Uh, her Madeline weirdly, Stowe. I know who her dad is, and I hate me. I can Her see dad that. Rebecca De Mornay. It's Rebecca De Mornay. Rebecca De Mornay. And Rebecca I remembered Mornay. it just before I found it. Um, I, I, will, I was so me, in love with Rebecca De Mornay. Let me ask you this question, uh, Chris. Um, what do you know about Rebecca De Mornay's dad? Not a goddamn thing, other than he, he makes beautiful children. What? Are you ready? Are you ready to fucking lose your mind? Are you ready? Okay. I mean, is that that? Is Rebecca De Mornay's dad right there? Is he like a televangelist? Is that John Mulaney? <laughs> that is not John Mulaney. That, ladies and gentlemen, is that John Mulaney with Holly, Haley Joel Osment's face? To, to Ronald Reagan, the president of the United States, if the shoe fits. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it's taken us this long. Let's all enjoy some Wally George. Wally George is an Orange County only cable access Alex Jones type. Oh, shit. Who only ever aired in L.A. And, oh, can we play wig or not a wig? Oh, yeah, let's play wig or not a wig, baby. <laughs> Uh, and he literally had um, a show on public access in Orange County and was on the radio for like like anyone who grew up in L.A. Friends of mine that like are from L.A. like totally remember this guy. Wow. Strap in for some wildness. Rebecca Good morning. Hitler, Hitler promised peace. Hitler promised peace for Europe through strength. Did he deliver peace? Are you comparing Hitler to? to to Ronald Reagan, the president of the United States? If the shoe fits. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wow. This guy's playing a perfect heel. Everyone, find Joe a trope and give him $10 because that's the funniest joke I've ever seen in my entire life. Wally George versus the Descendants logo. Jordan, you, of course, understand that. Chris? Yeah, it's like the pencil sketch. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny, Joe. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's strong. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that good? Once you see it, you're like, damn. <laughs> um, if the shoe fits, by the are way, you saying that, that, this are is you saying this is very Ronald subdued. Reagan is he physically fought so many guests. Ideological spectrum, President Reagan is closer to Adolf Hitler than he is to Karl Marx. Yeah! <laughs> Kicking him out. He's so happy. Who's He's that old so guy? Happy. Who's that that's old? His, you... That's his Ed McMahon. A framed photo of the rocket. Oh, wow. This is the best. This is, I mean, it yeah, was there the whole time. Is, it was there the I'll whole time. One thing. It's people like this who are a danger to this yeah. country because, David, as you pointed out, and, and as we have tried to point out, we must be superior to the Soviet Union because, right. as, as you know, David, the only thing that will stop them from launching a nuclear attack is to know that we could annihilate them if they do. Am I yeah, right? Absolutely. I oh my God! Where? What the fuck is this behind David? Look at what's behind David. Just a smiling Reagan mural. Oh, that is a shrine. No. That is a shrine <laughs> to Richard Nixon. That is a fucking shrine. It's even got on the bottom. It's a picture of him when he was in China. That's oh my creepy. God. So they have a rocket launch here. Probably the challenger. Then yeah. they have Richard Nixon, the, the challenger of politicians. Yeah. And then they have fucking John Wayne on this wall over here, looking like the fucking um, uh, Highwaymen album cover. This is this is bad news. This is bad news. I'm gonna what say. Do you think, what do you think that studio smelled like? I guarantee it smelled like a lot, like like just gingivitis breath. Yeah, there's a lot of bo in there. Yeah, there's a, a lot of dried beer. I feel like there's a lot of dried beer. Yeah, I mean, I like Shona Bear coming in with. We know what happens in '85, right? <laughs> Gorby, baby. Oh, Gorby. Uh, David looks like he uh, hot seat indeed. Uh, David looks like he um, was the announcer on this second string AWA show. Great wrestling reference. Ten dollars to Jordan uh, Robson Kramer. Jordan, what is the AWA? I'm not a, uh, I don't really do wrestling. My guess would be the American, American Wrestling Association. 
you are 100% correct. I owe you $10. Um, and it was uh, where Hulk Hogan originally started Hulkamania, uh, but he wouldn't give the promoter half of all of the money he earned from anything else, so he went to the WWF. And that's the story of how that company folded. <laughs> I loved it Like when, when people were like, oh, Vince McMahon went around and he took all the all the territory wrestling things. And then you hear the stories and like, he just treated them slightly better than all of these monsters that have run these tiny wrestling monopolies full of carnies. And that's it. He wasn't like, he didn't have this big sales pitch. He was like, just give me 40%. They're like, oh, you're the most generous man I've ever met in my life. Um, I now present to you another um, uh, Wally George clip. This one is him versus... Milton, um, um, uh, Morton Downey, uh, Morton Downey Jr. Him okay. and Morton Downey Jr. Do you know who Morton Downey Jr. is, gentlemen? No. Oh yeah, uh, love the cigarettes, right? Yeah. So Morton Downey Jr. is the original Jerry Springer, the original Alex Jones, the original Sean Hannity. Okay. He's that guy. Uh, he invented the format of radio that Rush Limbaugh copied. So how, Rush Limbaugh was a okay. DJ. He got hired in San Diego to replace. Morton Downey Jr. Morton Downey Jr. had gotten fired, I think, for being super racist against Mexicans. And in San Diego, that's a bad idea because Mexico is... It's right there. Like, it's literally there. Yeah. Um, uh, John, do you, do you remember, like, um, did you did you grow up reading Mad Magazine in the 90s? I did grow up reading Mad Magazine in the 90s. Do you remember they how were... it was, like, they still had this kind of um, part of the magazine where, like, the old staff still wrote from for them? So you get the kind of topical stuff from the 90s, but then you get still like people i don't know who are cut from the same cloth as dunesbury and just all these people who are political satirists because i remember yeah warren downey jr being uh satirized in mad magazine from the 90s For but years. i was like a 10 year old reading and it. also the thing yeah it's really weird he's one of those reference he was also only in existence for 18 months yeah but it, it was like he was uh, Morton Downey Jr. was the K-pop of the 80s like it was literally like you went like this and suddenly he was fucking everywhere he mm. He appears at WrestleMania Five, gentlemen. Understand, he was everywhere. Why aren't we watching that? Oh, because the WWE is very litigious and will shut our channel down. Oh yeah, they will shut us <laughs> right down. We instead will watch. I'll tell you who is definitely not litigious, because he died screaming that his daughter Rebecca De Mornay should give him money and stop being friends with Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, um, but I love Harry Dean Stanton. Who doesn't? Uh, go ahead, Jordan. Can I, can I just ask you, do you find watching these clips distracting because of how much uh, he looks like his daughter? I do. Yeah, I'm so turned on. I'm like, my God, is that I've Rebecca been, de Mornay? I've been trying to figure out how impossibly beautiful his wife must be. Yeah, Because exactly. her genes did a lot of the heavy lifting here. Rebecca de Mornay's mother was actually just the concept of hope that uh, Wally George anal sexed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he anal sexed hope and made a... And made Sabine. No! God, oh, Keith. Go I, I just watched uh, uh, Morton Downey Jr. on WrestleMania real quick. Um, and uh, the clip that I found was uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, fire extinguishing him. It's really good. It takes 25 minutes to get there because it's Rowdy Roddy Piper, Brother Love, and Morton Downey Jr. And Morton Downey Jr. is trying to big up all the wrestlers, not understanding, like, sir, you're in that ring with two genuine cocaine addicts. You will not be out talking Rowdy Roddy Piper. He, I guarantee, just fucked a railroad tie on the way to the ring. Like, do not. But I think this one, they actually beat the shit out of each other. So let's watch cool. and enjoy. Cool. I'm going to give you our address uh, later on in the program. Just 
write to us and send us a self-addressed stamp envelope. We'll send you all the information. You want to join the club? Yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> None of those women look safe. None of those women look safe. And that's how they like it. Keep it down, gang. Boy, this is a wild one. Hold it down. We have a so-called conservative spokesman from Sacramento, KFBK Radio. Our show is seen on Channel 31 up there. Hey, listen, hold it. Oh, this guy's... Hold it. This guy's name is Morton Downey Jr. And... I love how this guy's doing his intro because it is so unnecessarily paused to give the crowd like uh, if this was, if I was doing Jordan's intro like this guy here's what it would be uh, coming up next is Jordan Robson Kramer lives near French people uh, he uh, <laughs> has a mirror covered it up something to hide something to hide kill him. <laughs> like it's so fucking ridiculous yeah different cable provider boo uh more like hot shit 85 all right let's get to it and he says that i am a disgrace to the conservative God. You can't have a pink dress shirt and say that you're a conservative. That suit is not conserving anything, but uh, the phrase, uh, you dressed reasonably today, Mr. George. <laughs> it looks like he takes bets at the horse track. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and then he fucks the horses. Get it? He's bad. Mm, I just nice. want Morton Downey to get out here. I assume there's a knife fight. Hold it down, boy. These guys. Hold it down, gang. Hold it. Now we also have on the, we also have on the show. You know, okay. This is really degrading. I hate to even. Have to Here's my question: Do we want to watch this labored intro, or shall I skip forward to when they physically attack each other? Uh, give us give us five seconds pre-attack. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd like a little primer as well. Okay. Are the sheriff's deputies? Uh, we'll go here. It's about a minute before. This is how the UFC started. Those people that you're talking about, Deaver and all the people, yep. are Ronald Reagan's choices to be in the White House. I have news for you, Downey. You're not good enough to shine any one of their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, an looks ugly like, man. He looks like the dad in Twin Peaks. With the usual simplistic <laughs> answers, Wally. A caricature. Don't know what the hell they're talking about. I've never seen someone have such a strong chin and not have a chin at all. <laughs> Whoa. I'm warning you. The next time you warn me, punk. That's how I'm talking to people. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Who does up their jacket to fight? I th Wally George does. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you think those are real cops or just no. dudes in brown brown clothes with batons? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, cowardly, let's, no fight, just squaring let, up. Let us please. Can I can I ask too? Like, is this? Uh, do you think this is part of this thread or some continuum <laughs> in um, political culture where? 
It's because what was, who were those two authors like from the 50s? Was it like Gore Vidal and Bukowski yeah. like filmed themselves actually fighting? Like somebody got a chunk of it. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, we've watched this on stream. Oh, do you mean Norman Mailer and um... Nor Norman Mailer and Rip Torn and a yeah, I didn't have any of those right people right, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's like it's like that's that's the that's the next step if you want to uh, become an intellectual heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think did Gore Vidal, who was his who was his conservative counterpart? Oh my God, it's uh, William Buckley. Buckley. The, uh, yeah, William Buckley right. uh, of the Great Debate in 1968, where William Buckley. I've told this story on the stream, but it's the best ever. Which was Gore Vidal's best friend was Paul Newman. Gore Vidal, very famously, a deeply closeted gay man. Hmm. William Buckley, um, during the debate, because Gore Vidal fucking boxed him into a corner, and he just went, "If you call me a crypto Nazi again, I'll, um, I'll bash you in the head." And he he called him a homophobic slur. And then said he'd punch him in the face. And then the debate ended and they almost beat the shit out of each other. Mm. And except for Paul Newman walked up to William Buckley and went, you don't talk that way in a debate. And if you got a problem, you won't be dealing with him. You'll be dealing with me. And mm. William Buckley apparently was like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit, Paul Newman's here? Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, wait a minute, Paul, is that one of my beers from my dressing room? And apparently Paul Newman went, Yeah. I'll go. And he's left with Gore Vidal. And that's how it ended. It's because he'd Paul Newman stole a bunch of William Buckley's beer during the debate. What like, if, yeah. I think I think I think a young Paul Newman is the best secret weapon I've ever heard of. Oh my god. There's no at first there's the fame and then there's the beauty. No, it does not. It goes young, it goes. Ah, <laughs> you shut the fuck up. You're not ready to fight. Paul Newman, you're not, ready you're to not fight. even thinking about the fame with young Paul Newman. All you're <laughs> thinking about is holy shit that's a handsome man like that I, he's i don't know he was like the most famous person in the world for a little while it's like meeting mickey mouse well and then like to to have the ultimate manifestation of that fame be a salad dressing too because that's that's exactly. all I about when i think of paul newman yeah like, I mean, not cool hand luke which i can't believe he didn't oh, know cool passing the sundance i can think about his films but yeah. the, like the first thing that comes to my head always is the dressing man that's funny Mine, uh, the first thing that always comes to me at my mind is he was once in a hardware store and a woman said, Paul, I love your eyes. Could I see your eyes? And he was wearing sunglasses and he went, not right now, I'm wearing my sunglasses. And she was like, <laughs> and then she, he just walked away. And I always just like, he was like, no, I don't want to show you my eyes. I'm wearing my sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Uh, I know you're all wondering, you're wondering, hey, are we about to get a new hot overlay? Oh, yeah. Oh no! What's this one gonna be? You've been giving us weird overlays, man. I mean, I think you're gonna like this overlay a lot. You're not. I think your trauma is get putting you in a strange place. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Ready? Let's see it. Oh, hello, boys. <laughs> I, I get, but what is it for? What is it for, John? When we need to let people know we feel it like need, looking at some something needs beautiful. A response. I'm beautiful. <laughs> it's also just an, yeah. yeah. Pleasure. Contos. Uh, <laughs> I better positive it up. I feel better. Uh, uh, but I brought it up only. <laughs> is he, is he be, holding a beer in that picture? I bet you. Uh, oh, cigarette. cigarette, cigarette, and leaning. Yeah, cigarette. Also, I like people that have abs in the '60s because I'm like, that's just gene <laughs> uh, genetics. I oh, fuck me, I wish. <laughs> if I looked like this, I would not be doing a stream. I'd be too busy just fucking my way out of a bedroom. Hmm. Um, the only thing uh, uh, that can enter your mind when you meet young Paul Newman is, I don't know if I want to f him to fuck me or beat me or both. <laughs> yeah, it's both. That's if uh, yeah, if I got Captain oh, America serum, I would be. Yeah, it's actually called yeah. Paul Newman um, um, serum. Newman's oh, coming in from Shona Bear, one of the guys I fucked this week looked like that. 
I'm nice. as astounded as anyone else. Fuck. Nice work, Shona. What? Very good. Taking to what? divorce. Boy, fish to water. Shona, you were born to be divorced. Congratulations. Exactly. That's Russian. right. Um, uh, what I I have this question for you. What traditionally attractive celebrity, male, female, do you guys find very unattractive? I never understood Megan Fox. I completely agree with you. That's exactly who I was going to say. I Megan I Fox. Megan Fox just seems like her. She has. I'm sending this food back face. Yeah, yeah. She just she seemed like all the awful girls from my high school. Yeah. It's basically, I feel like Megan Fox is um, Brad Pitt. Interesting. Wow, Shona. Before, all, all eras of Brad Pitt? Not even one of them? There's so many different Brad Pitts. See, the weird thing is I like current Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Smoldery in his 50s, just smoking weed and living in a trailer Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. I like uh, <laughs> Thelma and Louise Brad Pitt. Whoa. I'm Yeah, I'm not sure I'd fuck Brad Pitt. Wild. Interesting. Just shows goes to show. Yeah, of course. Current Brad Pitt is the most attractive Brad Pitt. Orlando Bloom. I did not find Orlando Bloom attractive until I then saw his big tasty penis with Katy Perry. And then I was like, oh, that's why you behave that way. Wait, and then I was get, fine. When did he get his big tasty Katy Perry out? No, he got his big tasty penis out with Katy Perry. Have you not seen this weird photo? We can't show it on stream, but he's on a fucking paddleboard, just totally nude with Katy Perry. Hmm. Um, does anyone else um, just hanging dong? Interesting. Fucking Orlando Bloom's getting a lot of fucking action. Wow. Yeah, wow. wow. Jordan, any hot celebrities that you uh you say not to? I mean, probably Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. I've also never understood Tom Cruise just because he's so short. Well, do you, like, do you I don't... remember that? Uh, do you remember that Simpsons clip where ah, they're showing some gala for some movie premiere, and it's some actor they're making fun of, and he's waving to the crowd, and then he smiles, and his like face just collapses. Oh, it's Luke like, Perry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, the it's the monorail. He plays uh, Luke Shelbyville nine zero two one zero. I just, I just feel like he has some kind of like patina over him that hides his true self, which mm -hmm. I guess is. What Scientology that is, is. That's yes, the magic. True. That's yeah. how you get to level blurg. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, I know I have I know a few different people who have met Tom Cruise. My personal favorite is he once passed uh, comedian Jimmy McGee in the stairwell of Soho House. Mm -hmm. And as he was walking by, Jimmy realized it was Tom Cruise and he went, Hey man, let's all have a great summer. And then just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a human yearbook autograph. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, like, there was a that's, uh, there, that's actually was, so funny if that's how he approaches that's how he like, people. like literally, like, he, just anything out of a yearbook, that's it, yeah, because he, he like, he's Tom Cruise, he knows he's Tom Cruise, he has to say something. Because the problem with like everyone about Scientology is it's like everyone's like, that's really weird, but he's still like, so people are thinking that or that he's really famous, and it's kind of just sort of bizarre. That's so funny. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, my, my favorite Tom Cruise story is the one that I've heard a couple times from different people um, at various low levels of show business because uh, those are the waters I run and get. And um, they, uh, uh, they, I heard the story from two completely separate sources about how um, 
he has a wrangler who goes out and approaches uh, beautiful young men. By the way, this is all allegedly, obviously. Um, and uh, the beautiful young men are hit with a proposition because uh, uh, Tom Cruise can't just go to gay bars and hit on people because he's got a lot riding on his uh, heterosexuality. And um, he, the men are then flown to an island uh, that's owned by Tom Cruise. They get off. Uh, they're given a separate set of clothes and a room and everything like that. And then after a couple hours, someone comes in and goes, okay, so take off all your clothes and uh, you're going to run through the woods and uh, Mr. Cruise is going to hunt you uh, sexually. <laughs> and so that's how he gets his jollies is he just flies beautiful young men out, sends them off into the woods, tracks them down Mission Impossible style and presumably fucks them in the dirt. Now, I don't know if that is true. I do know that he once went to David Miscavige and said, hey, I've never ran through a field with Nicole, my wife. Can you make that happen? And then David Miscavige built a fucking wheat field in oh the middle God. of the desert, and then they could run through it. Do you guys know who... That's uh... <laughs> right, the image That's just to me. So insane. <laughs> Isn't that good? They had to build imagine a field. It, imagine enjoying it afterwards, feeling carefree in this 100% man-made field. What I also like is I just how I predicted it happening. By the way, is he walked up to David Miscavige like, like uh, peeling an orange or like eating a pear or something? Like just you know what I mean? Like just a very unnecessary fruit, and um, then basically just goes. Uh, never ran through a field with Nicole. Hey, we'll do that tomorrow, and then just walked away, and he and he was like. Fuck! And then just went and fucking uh, yes. Is that the one that Theresa May used to run yeah. through? Don't think I thought the same thing. And sees dead peeps as well. Where is Theresa May? Sees dead peeps hit it too. Um, sitting, know, um, quietly sitting smugly. That's what she's doing. Who is Theresa May, the uh, former prime minister of the uh, the 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 great United Kingdom? Yeah. Do you uh, do you guys know Kenneth Anger? Who Kenneth Anger is? No. Um, he did like some experimental films, like in the like post sixties Easy Rider kind of American. Uh, okay. John John just John <laughs> hates this guy. Oh, his whole I think his internet connection cut out again. Uh, uh, that's all right. Um, should I wait for John? He might nah, go for it. You. Okay. Well, uh, so yeah, and, and then he also wrote like a book, of, <clears throat> sort of like a um, bit of a satire book about the you know how how rife like. 50s Hollywood was uh, with just like murder and drug overdoses, but in a really tabloid style um, that is sort of like, I, I think also uh, part of trying to get about, uh, talk about how like, um, I don't know, like gay, like gay culture's fascination with early Hollywood from that era. Okay. Anyway, so he, he wrote a book apparently in the nineties um, that was also about just closeted homosexuals in LA um, of like the modern age and his he gave a talk in Montreal and somebody asked him about it and apparently I, I wasn't at this talk but he he told the story about how the book was um it could never be published because he got sued by the Church of Scientology for this one passage in the book that's about Tom Cruise and it was basically just like he's like a very kind of uh Bronxy like like uh, really hard and like New York um guy I think like mm. this is background but he's just like yeah everybody knew Tommy down at the sunset back in the day, he'd come up to your car and offer to suck you off for a cup of quarter and some coffee. <laughs> and this is talking about Tom Cruise. So it's clearly wow. that couldn't get published for certain reasons, but um, yeah, I can yeah, see he, that. He means that like in his early days, Tom Cruise was a sex worker. Uh, 
Wait, hold on, hold on. I need I need to ask a quick aside from Beardy Noise. What is a cigarette emoji, and in what way is that slang for gay dudes? <laughs> yeah, what? What? Cigarette emojis love early oh, Hollywood Oh, I got it. Reason. I got it. I got it. Think about other countries. Use different words. Okay. I haven't thought that way in a while. Honestly, kind of proud of myself. Uh, I mean... I uh, there was a uh, there was a store exactly there was a store in my hometown of Ottawa uh, that was called the British slang for cigarette and mags. Hey, it rhymes. I think it was actually mags and then British slang for cigarette, and they did not change the name of that store until like 2017. And it was and they think they changed it to like bookstore. Like they were sold as like. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so funny. Oh, my. And by the way, the other thing, stopped selling Brit uh, stopped selling British slang for cigarettes in like 1999. Honestly, you should have converted into like a gay store and become millionaires. It's insane because they are two blocks away from the gay village um, uh, of uh, Ottawa. Also, can we talk about how Montreal is the uh, that's iconic. I would shop there. I got to tell you. Here's the weird thing about that store. Every periodical on the planet, because it's the capital of Canada, so they have to have newspapers from everywhere. And then an amazingly good selection of birthday cards and baby clothes. Hmm. Yeah, you weren't thinking that. Definitely wasn't. You, reasonable. Uh, Jordan, if you're ever in Ottawa and you need a reasonably priced bottle of water, a baby's onesie, and a copy of the Financial Times, that's one store, Jordan. That's one store you're going to. You're not making more than one trip. Hmm. Do you, do you want to know my claim to fame in Ottawa? Yes. Go ahead. Um, getting drunk the night before when I was 15 in Montreal on a student exchange uh, off cherry tomato malt liquor. Uh, and then the next day going with my host mom, who was a cop, uh, and her son to Ottawa, uh, puking the whole way uh, on the car ride and then puking after, right after going through the metal detector in the House of Commons. <laughs> on the <floor>. <laughs> on, just onto the floor? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Canold it in. <laughs> Holy you shit. People make that's wild. I don't even remember ever going through a metal detector at the House of Commons. I just remember walking through that big giant door. Yeah, there, there's, uh, I don't know, may, maybe my brain embellished it, but I'm pretty sure there was. Because there's a bunch of the one of the problems with can, the securing the uh, Parliament Hill in Canada is in the Canadian there's like some old Canadian law that like that building belongs to the citizens of Canada so it's illegal to lock any of the doors hmm. which make a huge security problem because anyone's legally allowed to get in like they have to let you in yeah like, there's just a, yeah a whole bunch of nonsense this shit is awesome so you guys know friends of Dorothy as a term of for gay dudes right um. So apparently in the 80s, uh, when Naval uh, Intelligence Services inve investigated or invested significant resources into trying to locate a mysterious woman identified only as Dorothy, who seemed to have links to countless gay scenes, <laughs> the plan was to find her and convince her to finger these individuals so the military could give them the boot. <laughs> that is also, by the way, only the British uh, military. That's so funny. Um, so literal. Uh, Who's this Dorothy? I keep hearing yeah, about. Go ahead, Dorothy. Uh, what do we have in the chat? Uh, I don't know what Moon Knight Day is, Chaz, but congratulations on your Soho show. Very I exciting. Think I think it's Everyone the um, 
the new Oscar Isaac Marvel film. Which one's Oscar Isaac? I feel like I didn't pay attention enough to the new Hollywood actors, and now I'm just like, what? The, who's this? Oh, he's, he's, he's very good. He's who's this? Brothers nobody. One? The Coen Brothers one. That's like the Llewellyn Doctor. Davis. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck! I hated the movie poster for that and never saw it, but I feel like I would enjoy the shit out of it. It's Coen Brothers. They, ne they never really made a truly awful movie, have they? No. Uh, I, I, I will one. show you the Lady Killers, my friend. Do you know what the Actually, I have not seen that, that one because I was worried it would affect my. I job. I remember I was because I, I love the Coen Brothers. They they are my huggy bookie, uh, and I was going to if this is this dates this. I was going to rent the hmm. Lady Killers to watch it. And the guy in Montreal, this is, I went to a, like, a, just a guy who had a DVD store because it was like, da like, literally on the corner of my street. And he was just like, extra dollar, you can keep it. And I was like, what? And he's like, you are the only person that's rented this. And I was like, <laughs> deal. And then I just took it. I like, I just owned the Lady Killers and it was so bad. Isn't like, that Tom I mean, Hanks as well? It's is it Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks and the Coen brothers. <laughs> it's garbage. Like, it, it's basically they are the two, the the lady killers is essentially if it's the um, 2021-2022 uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers you had you, you had all the tools absolutely killing it i didn't but are they not in the super bowl <laughs> um they're still in the playoffs they just won the wild card game oh shit yeah mm, i thought we were in a different wait are we isn't the super bowl like super soon uh yeah they're in the playoffs right now just said wild card weekend. Does the oh, movie just slack all the weirdness of what you'd expect from them? Is it just like their attempt at a real? Well, it's a remake, show? right? Because it's the, a remake. The Lady Killers was a classic comedy, like a slapstick, it, silly. It's a classic weird comedy starring Alec Guinness, and the actual original is really good because Alec Guinness is essentially imagine it's a madcap comedy, and a deadly serious murderer is in it. Right, like, like you know, or something, yeah. So the problem with it is, is that they made a very slapsticky movie, and then the villain is very slapsticky. So then it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm. Yeah, someone's someone's got to be the stray man. It's in the way that everyone has said how Mars Attacks apparently was pitched was uh, Independence Day, but the aliens are fucking weird, and everyone takes it so seriously. Mm. And then the movie they made was Jack Nicholson plays three roles for no reason. Yeah, it was so silly. It was so fucking stupid. Sarah Jessica Parker and Pierce Brosnan and that weird dog. It was a I, very I, strange I, like, film. I, I like that film as a kid, but I think it was just... Uh, no, did you? Yeah, but but maybe I only saw it twice and think I liked it, but I, it, it seemed to have some good bits. Like, their heads blowing up when Walt Whitman plays is pretty uh, good. Slim Whitman, but yeah, yeah that, that was the only part that made me laugh. I saw it in, I saw it in theaters with my dad because he yeah. used to collect the cards. He was like, because they were, they were like bubblegum cards mm -hmm. was Mars Attacks. And you'd get like little parts of the story out of these cards that would come in like a Bazooka Joe comic kind of. Like when he was a kid or like yeah. when he was an adult? I think when he was a kid. I, I don't think was... Mars Attacks was that old. Yeah, I think it was like, I think it was sort of 40s 50s i think it was a reaction to the war of the worlds mm. um but they were like a big fucking deal my dad remembered it and he's like let's go watch this movie it'll be great jack nicholson's in it and i love these and the only i was young and the only time i laughed was that slim whitman's fucking voice <laughs> made their heads explode the man with the singing guitar <laughs> that's pretty much all i remember from the movie and also <laughs> the one woman's head being sewn onto her dog's head at the end. yes that's what i that's remember Sarah Jessica Parker. 
Right. Yeah. Here's the thing that's insane. Mars Attacks cards uh, existed from 1962 until when, Chris? Uh, 74? 1962. They were available for one, one year? year. Oh, so he must have been in the Navy then when he had them. Yeah, he would have been in the Navy. Um, they achieved popularity at the very time when the Cuban Missile Crisis made headlines, the moment when the Cold War became closest to radioactively hot. This was a brutal zero-sum game for humanity to survive. The Martians must die. And it established a nice niche in American pop culture. Wild <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I just thought it was like it, I thought it was just one of the many titles just spurned off by the sweet, sweet Dark Horse comics of the nineties. For those of you who don't know who Dark Horse comics, what's up, JJ? Remember, see, oh, hi, JJ. Uh, I have a Twitch, so occasionally if it gets really going, my camera will start shaking. Uh, I just have to move it. That's the problem there. I Mars Attacks doesn't have a weird interlude where the director works out his dad's issues. Don't, I don't know what this is making fun of. It's made fun of Tim Burton because I mean, like so many of his movies, right? Like are just about wounded men who need a father. Uh, did he make that? Did Tim Burton yeah, make yeah. Mars Attacks? Yeah. Did he? Oh, I didn't know that. Man, Tim Burton is really responsible for way more worse Fucking movies than he career. from better movies. You know what I mean? Like you're like, what? It's true, but it's like that. Don't the? I mean, at least he gave us Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, yep. and uh, Pee Wee's. Big Adventure or whatever. Pee-wee's Big Adventure does not get enough fucking credit yeah, for how fucking good. unnecessarily good that movie is. And, then and Beetlejuice, too. Oh, yeah. my God, and Beetlejuice. So yeah. fucking Beetlejuice. And also, yeah. um, oh, and also that's else. the best Alec Batman. Baldwin's ever been. Yeah. First Batman's? First two Batman movies? Batman Returns? I, best Batman get... movie of all time? Oh, really? Is that what you think? Is yeah. that what you think? It's 100%. Go fuck yourself. That is 100% not Thanks, I'm not a fan of it either. Oh. And oh, so everyone's wrong. Isn't that And here's another reason it's. And ladies and gentlemen, oh no, oh my whole thing was I was gonna say this is no longer UTS. It is now the wrestler review, but I I can't come, I can't show I can't show both of us. Also, what happened to Jordan? Uh, I don't know. He left. He left for a second. I don't. I don't think he's as familiar with the countdown as we'd like. He'll be back. Uh, someone is pro reach around Joker. That's um, right, yes. I am. Someone said Mask of the Phantasm. That shit is good. That was a good one. But I really, I really, I mean, we've had this conversation on here before, so we don't have to rehash it. But I genuinely think that uh, Batman Returns is the best Batman movie. I f fundamentally disagree with you. I know. We've already had this one. I don't even so remember doing good. it. Um, so I am so tired. I'm going to take a nap as soon as this stream posts onto the internet as a podcast. And that is going to happen in very short order because we are only doing 90 minutes today. And part of the reason why is I had the busiest day ever yesterday. Um, but, well, I did the stream on the road driving to a gig. Got mm -hmm. to the gig, did the gig, very fun gig. And then the longest drive ever back home because um, they decided to do all of the construction of like 
a highway in the weirdest way possible, which is they separate all the lanes out. Like they've built these like weird sort of temporary roads and every lane becomes like its own little racetrack through the construction. But what happens, of course, is people try and speed through them. And then there were a bunch of accidents yesterday because we got a bunch of rain. So I just showed up to a closed highway and I've never, I've never been in like, where do you go? And he's like, you just sit here. And I was like, what, what happens now? Like, like, like I was just just like, wait until the rain disappears. That was basically it. It was like, we had to wait until someone could come the other way to move the cars out of the way that it all crashed. And then we drove. Damn. Yeah, it was. It was one of those things where I was mo- I was very happy for I have a absolute glut of wrestling podcasts to get through. And I really sat there and listened to people talk about beautiful Bobby Eaton. Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts on beautiful Bobby Eaton? I don't have any because I don't know who he is. I will explain to you who he is. He is a very, very good Southern pro wrestler who was probably the least athletic looking athlete huh. ever. Are you ready? I'm gonna show you a photo of two of three people. And you have to guess which, and bear in mind, this person is considered uh, like a wrestler's wrestler, mm. one of the most, um, uh, one of the most like influential uh, pro wrestlers of the 80s, especially okay, in tag teams. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there nice he is. That's him. Played. That's him. Nicely played. Here's what I don't like <laughs> is that is really close to what he actually kind of looks like. That's not true, actually. Well, sort of. Dun 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 dun. I, I got, was Jesse Ventura a popular wrestler before he became? Uh, yeah, Jesse the, Jesse the Body was a headliner. Jesse baby. the Body Ventura, yeah, in, Min- in Minnesota, where he was more importantly is he uh, invented uh, being a bad guy commentator. He was the one who invented that. Hmm. Um, also, he would he's the reason if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, uh, they would have had a, a union because he was trying to get a union um, going. Yeah, uh, but Hulk Hogan found out, told Vince McMahon, and got him in trouble. So this, ladies and gentlemen, Snitching motherfucker. Don't, don't read that part. I've already covered it up. Trust Chris. And there we go. Okay. Which one of these men is beautiful Bobby Eaton? Ooh. Oh, it's got to be the guy on the left. I'm thinking the guy on the right. He looks oh. he looks like the the um in Mel Brooks's Frankenstein movie. He looks like the monster. He's Wait. even got the lobotomy scar. When you say which one of these guys were including the middle guy too? Yeah, it could be the middle guy. <clears throat> no, I think the middle guy became an announcer, and that's not his name. But you said I, he's the least he, he's the least athletic looking, right? Yeah. Well, athletes don't wear bandanas, so I'm saying guy on the right. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. The answer is the guy on the left. Bobby Eaton is, of course. Jim Cornette. Thank you, my gun is here. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Cornette. Is that a gigantic scar on his forehead? Uh, No, that would have just been a cut from when he had to take a blade to get color um, as a wrestler. So they they were like what's called territory luminaries. They just wrestled a lot all over the southern United States for the most part. And to basically earn extra money, you'd cut your face because you'd get a bonus. And it's pretty fucking crazy. How much was the bonus for cutting yourself? Hundred bucks. Like you do it to yourself uh, in your private time to look tough when you're on when you're in the ring, or so that you can bleed. So it's like, Great you, is question. it is it Vaseline that you put over it to sort of hold it there until someone hits you in it? Uh, no, that like that you like Vaseline started running to hide your blade, but you just basically where they're cutting you. 
themselves. So they cut there, or usually there is the main one. And so then it's just you nick it, and then it'll just bleed, 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 bleed. Mm. Uh, and one of the tricks they will also do if they want to bleed from the mouth is they'll take a condom, snip the tip of it, um, draw their own blood so it's safe, put uh, in a syringe, draw, inject that into the condom, tie the condom, throw that in a bucket of, of uh, room temperature water, stops it from clotting, put that in the mouth, go to the ring, get hit, bite down, and then your blood explodes out of your mouth. And it's like one of those, like, Jesus, wrestling's weird. Great Man, question. You gotta really in. want to do that. Okay, this is coming in from Joe Atrope. I want you to all now guess which one of these men is the most liberal. Which one is the most liberal? Bandana. Jordan? Yeah, that, that beard is well camped. You are both incorrect. It is actually Jim Cornette. Jim huh. Cornette. Most liberal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what well, does that mean? He would he be liberal compared to anyone but Ronald no, like, Reagan? No, we're talking like like vehemently like a vehement Democrat. Okay. Yeah, South has reasonable people there. It's very good. Are Guys, shocking. It's been a uh, it's been a low energy but fun catch up stream. I need to go lie down. No problem, buddy. Jordan, uh, Jordan thanks for coming on. You got anything you want to plug? You got albums? Holy data? Nah, that band's over. I got nothing to plug. All right. How? Where's your store? It's uh, it's across the street from where I'm currently staying. That's nice. fun. Two zero seven Bernard West. If you ever come back to Montreal when the world gets better, um, I come will. check out some records. Phenopolis, uh, baby. John, also, John, let me know if uh, you need another bash going on soon. Ooh. I Jordan, might actually. We we loosely discussed the idea of you um, shipping people ugly record covers is that something that you'd be interested in doing for the troggies yeah i feel like if you make it some kind of uh bonus feature to help you guys get subscribers I, i'd hop on on a thing of oh that would be included to sweeten the deal okay but i think we need to figure out more what john's bag is first so people know what they're uh, in for <laughs> it's great it's really good stuff i gotta tell i like but though far what i find i'm attracted to is um, I love the covers of just musician, not with instrument, just trying to be cool, didn't work out. Such as the Aldi Mello Casino album is so fucking, he's just trying to seem like a mellow guy. And he comes across like a real someone who broke into a furniture store. <laughs> Here, let me bring up that cover right now. Like this um, is on my wall currently. Mm, 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 Ten by request. What is that? Sees dead peeps. Yeah. What is? Yeah. Is that where you we bring out Barbie's boyfriend by request? Um. Come on, bitch. Like this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Yes. Yeah, a bitch. Yeah, bitch. Okay. Let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. Let me bring this up. See that? Like that kind of cover. I love that. What? Okay. That's a beautiful cover. I mean, what, what is it? It looks like a it looks like a collage. It doesn't look like uh, one picture. Chris, I'll I think you'll find it's fusion jazz rock and Latin jazz rock. Look at that weird foreground. Why do they have that table like that? That's such a weird picture. I really also, like it. <laughs> also, who brings a classical guitar and a Les Paul to a casino? Al, I think you're a problematic but, gambler. 
I think I think he's bringing the casino to where he practices. That's why. Oh, Jordan, you delicious boy. Also, oh, I, Tiger, Tiger's coming in saying uh, he's a really famous guitarist. He is a really famous guitarist. Did you not know who Al DiMello is? Uh, no, never heard of him. Jordan, have you heard of Al DiMello? It's unlistenable, but uh, it's a great looking record. <laughs> Listen, if you, if you guys really like just the guitar. That he's the guy for you. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where you're like, man, I really like rock band, rock music, and he, and he's like, what if it's just yeah. one? Yeah. Thought, and also, if you ever thought Steely Dan was too fun, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> if you felt that a lot of late '70s yacht rock bands weren't focusing, Al Mello <laughs> is the one for you. By the way, Al Mello is no Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who could be? Baldy's Baldy's crushing it here. He says, uh. Uh, hey, who who keeps doing that? Um, I do. Stop it. <laughs> okay, go, go. Put go. it away. Um, that looks like a 70s serial killer that people have the hots for. He for real looks like a character from Narcos Mexico. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I was, I've been watching Mindhunter and he looks like the guy they keep flashing to every episode who's about to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jordan, right. I, uh, I yeah. don't want to tell you how to live your life, but it sounds like you're having some struggles. Mindhunter might not be the best show for right now uh but again to go back to your um anniversary of almost dying it's it helps keep things into perspective gotcha i've done mm. that yeah yeah my whenever i'm blue and you don't have to do this guys uh come on guys we all know he's from gta <laughs> that's very yeah 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 yeah. he's definitely someone you get missions from i uh i gotta tell you nothing cures the soul more in my opinion top, old school top chef season three top chef mm. Just a bunch of pre-millennials just cooking. Chris, are you all right? That sneeze took it out of you. That was only two. That was nothing. Oh, sweet bee. Okay. It's nap time. Here's the plug. Everyone go have a nap. Uh, are we, are we... Yeah, please. Uh, in the Discord, if you haven't done it, please give us uh, titles uh, in the general chat. If you want to give us some titles. Uh, and also, don't forget to put your stream summaries in the Discord as well because we use them on the podcast it's all uh, uh we love having that stuff and it's very fun because we don't remember what we did and you seem to which we appreciate uh can we get a hastings calendar anniversary such as just punch day day i almost died that's actually I, a I, yes idea. we actually can do that we, i know idea. i know all of those dates yes we can do that okay and we could probably add a few that are like ashley anniversaries can and someone remind me tomorrow? We will go through the year funny. and we will make a calendar of all the things we need to celebrate in my life. Chris, we're actually doing prep for tomorrow's show. This has never happened before. Uh, tomorrow, be here at 2 p.m. Pacific. Chris and I will go through the year and we will mark each of those days. I can fucking do it. Very funny. That's how you're going to spend the stream tomorrow? Is working? Love it. Yeah. Meta. It is very uh, meta. Uh, who do you want to raid? We got um, um, Ruffled Bricks, uh, My Gun is Huge, uh, Toasty, Fox Comedy. Oh, Shona, if you if you Aww. talk to him tell, him, tell him we say, hey, I love that guy. Here's one of my yeah, absolute favorites. I love that guy. Who? Chris, you decide. That calendar so funny. Let's do Ruffle Bricks. We haven't rated uh, Ian in a while. And Ian's great. I like that Ruffle Bricks. Great. Lovely. Jordan, thank you so much for your time, my love. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Good to see you. Um, I love cool. you. I love you all. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to end our time together as we always do by listening to an old lady having sex. And you know... Disgusting. Well, yeah. 
It's pretty gross. I almost just pop. You know what? Just as a little tonic before that, the opposite of that old woman. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I know what we're going to use this for when uh, Ashley's talking about Operation Choke Slam. Nice. Uh, I like that. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> the first man to be choke slammed, Paul Newman. Uh, Mary Elaine, we're leaving because you got here and it was intentional. And um, we hope you feel bad. <laughs> Bye. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all.